Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. You know what's an absolute joke? You, whenever you you get something new, you want to try something new. You're like, oh, this is going to be so great. I can't wait to try this. Your favorite beverage company, your favorite snack company or candy company comes out with a new flavor, a new way to ingest copious amounts of sugar, whatever it is. You know, whenever, you know, someone comes, anytime something new comes in, like, I got to try it. I'm so excited about this. I just, I just got to have it. And then you try it and you feel so depressed because it's so disgusting or it's just underwhelming. It's just underwhelming. You feel like you've been duped. You've been had. You've been hoodwinked. I guess. They cut you off at the pass. Well, cut him off at the pass! I hate that cliche. Anyway, that's how I felt when we tried the Pepsi uh, Nitro. Now, don't tell anyone that I actually drank a Pepsi, but, um, yeah. The Pepsi Nitro, um, I'm feeling a strong zero. <laughs> a strong to zero? A, to a light one. You know that a zero is is you can't dislike something even more. Like, there's, there's no possible way for you to... It, enjoy this any less than you already are right, right now. Right, because pep, uh, Pepsi Nitro is, it, is disgusting. But you've had two of them already, so I what know, does well, that say? Well, you, you can't just have one and in, inform an opinion. You've got to have at least one or two or two or three. Uh, no, a zero would be you are regretting that second sip. Like, that's how bad it is. Yeah, I'm regretting it every every sip but that I take. They, but yet, that glass seems to get less and less as as the night goes on. Well, I mean, I wanted to finish it because I'm not a quitter. Well, that's your own issue. It's kind of like when you throw the lid of the ice cream away because you're not a quitter. That's true. Because you don't want to, you know. You're not a quitter. Yeah, so Pepsi Nitro. Disgusting. Not good. I would not recommend it. Um, yeah, I didn't. I was not. It's it's a it's a, it's a a gimmick. It's a, it's a uh, what, what do the kids call it? A grift? Um, it's supposed to be um, like, like a Guinness almost, where it's, you know, it's supposed to be more, the bubbles are supposed to be smaller or whatever, so it's a smoother taste. Um... Pepsi is just as bad as I remember it being. As, it, as being a Coke person, I've always been a Coke person. I've always drank Coke. Um, the only second dark-colored uh, carbonated beverage I drink is probably Dr. Pepper, and I don't drink that hardly ever. But Coke is where it's at. If you're going to go for the cola, you go for the Coke. Uh, Pepsi, um, it, this ain't it. It, it's, it's just not it. It's just, it's not good. Like like legitimately, Pepsi is not good. And there's always there's always always these people like you who say there's no difference in the taste. If I did a blind taste test, you couldn't taste the difference. Uh, I most certainly could taste the difference between the two, because I know that Pepsi is terrible. Well, that's like, and I'm not even a, and I'm not even a Coke shareholder. I, I own nothing regarding Coke other than the uh, little souvenir bottle I got from the world of Coke that's that's the only Coke I own um, and I just I, I don't know why I did this to myself I wasted four I wasted $4 and 50 cents I think is what I paid for a four pack of, of Pepsi Nitro and that's money I'll never get back now let me ask you this <clears throat> now I'm gonna pour this out on the ground now don't you dare that's that is carpet that will not come out um I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way 
to have it. Like yeah. if somebody had it at their house, sure, I have a Pepsi Nitro, but like I wouldn't go I wouldn't. out of my way. If I if I if I'm at Walmart and I see uh, Coke or I see Pepsi, I'm not gonna pick the Pepsi. And that's not just because I'm just a, a Coke shareholder, which I am. But it's you and Buffett are here at the top. Me and Buffett. That's, that's right. It's, it's Buffett, and then it's, and then it's me. I'm I'm right below um, Buffett when it comes to the um, amount of shares we own of Coke. But I, I don't know. Did you not like it? I mean, if I had to rate it, I would say it's like a strong five. I'm just kind of indifferent to it. I'm just it's just it's just it's it, eh, it's, it's whatever. Um, did you not like it because it was Pepsi or because of the both the texture of it? Both. Now, if you had a Coke Nitro, and it was all frothy and creamy and silky, but the difference between uh, Coke and Pepsi is that Coke doesn't have to do any stupid gimmicks. True, but because I'm people say, they... "Oh, well, Pepsi has the halftime show." <clears throat> oh, really? Coke has Christmas in the Olympics. In the Olympics, yeah. Kind of hard to compete with the, with the, those two things, but I don't know how this show started off with the um, Pepsi. You know, when you're talking about disappointing things, I thought you were going to go to um, the White Sox performance so far this season. Oh, um, I don't. I couldn't care less about that. Because um, as I, as I've said many times, the Chicago White Sox are the most overrated team in baseball. And uh, I will go to the grave saying that. I think they're overrated, and the amount of hype that team gets is I, I still will to this day never quite understand. But, folks, how are you guys doing this episode of the podcast? Episode number one. Insert, insert number here. Insert number here. We'll fix and post edit. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Uh, sorry for the lack of episodes last week. We just uh, ran, it, ran out of time as per usual. But we are back, and we got we got a lot. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you there there are moments whenever I'm like, crap, we don't have anything to talk about. We could talk about what what COVID for the seven hundredth time. You want to talk about uh, you Ukraine? What's happening in Ukraine? Um, the war and there's uh, a war going there's a, on. The, the, there's two wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, <clears throat> obviously, I want to talk about the the board of a misinformation which we can kind of touch on briefly and just how uh, weird that is and we can also can talk about um <clears throat> some of the crap that's been going on post elon musk because of course they cannot let that stuff go but i think the biggest thing and probably what this episode is titled as is the thing that everybody's talking about and this actually broke late last night and that was there was a leaked ruling from the Supreme Court that apparently says it is a draft ruling showing that Roe v. Raid. Oh, Roe v. Raid? Roe v. Raid. That's a, sorry. That and Roe v. Wade are going to be. <laughs> they're both getting overturned? They're both going to be reversed and overturned. Which, um, for, for those who are conservative or Republican-leaning, this is kind of like the... Um, it's kind of like the Cubs winning the World Series if you're a Cubs fan, but you started being a Cubs fan back in like the 40s, and it's like, oh, it'll happen one day. It's only been 90 years. It's only how long has it been? <laughs> and then finally in 2015, they actually do it and actually win the World Series. So, <clears throat> uh, apparently so. Apparently, uh, there has there was a leaked ruling that came out that it was it was Alito's. Um, opinion, and he had the deciding vote, uh, and, and this draft ruling 
that was leaked to Politico because they were the first ones to report it. I just happened to check Twitter. Late, I was just, we were watching the lightning game that was depressing. The Yankees were playing. And I was like, you know what? I just want to check Twitter real quick. I, ha- I haven't checked it all night. I'm like, you know what? Let's just, let's, let's just check it real quick. And no lie, I, Politico, somebody, re- I, forget, I forget who retweeted it that I follow because I, because I don't follow Politico. But they retweeted it, and it wasn't even five minutes old. And it said, Roe v. Wade set to be overturned. I'm like, wait, wait, what, what? Your phone slowly started to catch on fire. I'm like, wait, what? I thought it was a joke. And then I click on it. I'm like, no, this is real. As far as what we know, this is all real. And it's been confirmed. Um, Justice Roberts confirmed it. and Chief Justice Roberts. Whoa, whoa sorry. Um, it's been confirmed that now, now the ruling is not set in stone yet. It was only a draft ruling, so they haven't actually... Have they haven't actually done the official vote yet? But this is what they've done. Um, I guess I guess a preliminary vote. I'm not sure how all that works, but yeah. If 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 this thing goes through, you could see Roe v. Wade overturned, which would make it. There's a big misconception about. Oh well, if they overturn Roe v. Wade, that means it'll be illegal in the U.S. and and that's not true. It's a big misconception that especially people on the left are having right now, um, which 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 we are we are going to get into in a second. But people think, oh well, abortion will be outlawed. Henceforth, over no, um, no. What this basically means is that it'll be returned to the states. You know, democracy. People vote for their representatives and their and their governors, and then they vote. Remember, have, remember, remember that whole democracy thing we're supposed to care about. Um, that's all this really means. This just means it gets returned to the states, and states can can vote to either um, uh, outlaw it outright or to um, cement it as law for their state. Which um, a lot of these uh, people who are freaking out, like I know that Nancy Pelosi was freaking out, um, which is funny because I don't think California is going to outlaw um, abortion if um, if if Roe v. Wade is overturned and, and Chuck Schumer is from New York and I don't think Chuck Schumer's worried about uh, the governor of a New York um, outlawing abortion so I, I, I do find it funny how they with, with their comments and you know I was listening to um, some people talk about the leak and everything behind that and how it is a bit fishy that this thing is leaked um, and I'm not sure when the final vote was supposed to happen, but it's pretty funny that within a matter of an hour or two, that all these all, all all of these Democrats have statements, like prepared statements, ready ready to go about this specific um, some some matter. I find that a bit fishy. I'm not saying that there was insider uh, pl- you know play involved and all that, but it was a bit was a bit weird. It's a bit peculiar. I'm kind of intrigued about how you were so quickly able to, um, within a, within an hour of Politico dishing this out, you had a f- statement ready to go. Uh, I did find that pretty interesting. But if this happens, this is this is this is huge. This is a big a big win. And um, I said to you, I think it was today this morning. I said that. Uh, Maybe this is maybe Trump's like, see, I told you, just take the plan, okay? I had this all planned out. I picked, I picked Barrett, I picked Kavanaugh, I picked Gorsuch. Boom, Roe v. Wade, it's gone. It's all gone. Thank, 
I told you all. I told you to believe me. Okay, I'm playing this 4D chess. I, I, I win. Okay, checkmate. <laughs> so there's, I think there's two ways this was potentially leaked. Uh, one, which is my favorite one, which I have no evidence to support this, but this is kind of how I wanted it to happen. Um, Samuel Alito, who wrote the majority opinion on the uh, potential overturning of Roe v. Wade, which actually wouldn't happen until, I think, June or July is mm-hmm. when they're in session. And usually what happens is that when the majority writes their opinion, they'll send it to the minority so they can write their own dissenting opinion. That's why there's always two uh, uh, opinions that are released anytime the Supreme Court decides something. But anyway, so my theory of what happened was is that um, Alito got Thomas, Justice Thomas, Justice Kavanaugh, and uh, Gorsuch, and um, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, so he got all those guys together in a room, <clears throat> and uh, Alito said, "All right, Thomas, put him in a, put Roberts in a chokehold. Uh, Gorsuch, you grab his legs, and <laughs> and he said, uh, Kavanaugh, I need you to help me here. And he <laughs> then Kavanaugh and Alito get in Roberts' face, and they say, "Look, here's how it's gonna go from now on, buddy. All right, this is what this this is what's gonna happen, and you're gonna get in line with this. All it's right, gonna happen to you. They made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Right? It was Joe Pesci hitting the guy with the payphone in casino. It was the whole thing. So, I think they. I, my opinion is this is kind of what I wanted to happen is that Alito leaks it to make sure Roberts stays in line. Now that's not what happens. What what probably happened is a staffer for Sotomayor or um, Kegel or Kegel whoever. or whatever. They probably released it to Politico. Um, to I think what this is, it's a hail mary pass for the midterms. That's what this is. It's because they probably saw this come across their desk and said, "Oh crap, this is something we could use in in November because you know body autonomy, which is." Seeming we've all forgotten about that through COVID, but body autonomy is, is back in vogue now, and this is a huge thing that they can use in November to to win the vote. Because I guess according to Chuck Schumer and all these folks, you know, eighty percent of the population uh, believe that uh, Roe v. Wade should, should remain in place, and the only reason why they believe that is because they have brainwashed the people into thinking that if Roe v. Wade is is overturned, then abortion is somehow illegal. That's not what happens. And when you explain that to people, all this is is that it, it takes away the federal jurisdiction over it. And then states like California and New York and New Jersey can still have abortion can be legal there. It's the same reason why that in states like Texas, Oklahoma, uh, I think in North Dakota and Florida, how they've recently passed all these abortion restrictions the reason why they can do that is because, well, uh, the states can decide what their abortion laws are. And people were like, well, this is, you know, a violation of Roe v. Wade. And everyone says, all right, then have Kagan and Barrett and Sotomayor come down and, and enforce it. Ain't going to happen. And people are like, well, Joe Biden's got to do something. What's he going to do? He, there's nothing he can do. As far as, you know, telling states to get in line, there's nothing he can do about it. So... That's probably what happened was is that the, the, the Democratic Party needed a Hail Mary pass for something for November. Because as we're seeing the jobs reports come out and how there's almost 12 million people uh, who could be employed but choose not to be employed. There's tens of millions of jobs are going unfulfilled. The latest GDP numbers came out and was actually a subtraction in GDP over the last quarter. 
Inflation is still soaring. The Fed is supposed to be raising interest rates. Gas is up all-time high. Diesel's at an all-time high. There's less food on the shelves. It costs more to get that less food anyway because of inflation. So it ain't looking too good for the Democrats. So this is the greatest way, this is the greatest distraction they could have ever created. And it's, it's <clears throat> largely the piece that Jeff Deist wrote this morning or this afternoon about how we can talk, you know, there's all, we have all these issues plaguing the country right now, whether it's the border, drug overdoses, inflation, the economy, gas prices, food prices, all of this stuff, major, major issues that affect everyone. But somehow we can just say the Supreme Court and everyone loses their friggin' minds. We, we can say abortion and everyone loses their minds. And the simple answer for, for all this is the Supreme Court. How is it that, that, we, that the government can just print $5 trillion, you know, with absolute impunity and no one cares? But someone says something about abortion in the Supreme Court, everyone comes unglued. Their skin is falling off their, <laughs> off their body because someone mentions the Supreme Court. It's amazing how that works, and it's amazing how these little issues, some people call them social issues, whatever you want to call them, but these little issues like abortion or voting, voting rights, you put that in big air quotes, voting rights, whatever that means, um, somehow you say that and everyone just loses their mind, both sides, left and right lose their minds and we f we forget about the expansion of the money supply we forget about inflation forget about unemployment forget about how it costs you double what it did last year to buy groceries or gas where we forget about all of that stuff but yet we focus on these seemingly um uh inconsequential things as far as federal elections go because even if like we said if if roe v wade is overturned abortion's still legal you can still get an abortion but it, I think you're missing. Uh, I'm not I'm trying to put words in your mouth, but I think that but I think you're missing the big step um, that this means. That this is just one more step towards criminalizing it, um, and towards it, and towards making it um, illegal. Well, okay, I'll and, be honest because, with you. Because see, look, see, now Republicans can come out and say, "Hey, we've struck down Roe v. Wade." We could pass legislation federally to ban it outright. Well, I'll be honest with you. It was of my opinion for the longest time that Roe v. Wade would never be touched by either side. Um, a matter of fact, when, when, you, when the news broke last night, I was really, really, actually really surprised. I never thought this would happen. And furthermore, my opinion still stands about how the right, the, the so-called pro-life right, has wasted so much time with trying to federalize this issue when really the, the real power for uh, restricting abortion is at the state level. And even if this goes through, it's still the state level that has that wields the power here. I think a lot of Republicans were caught off guard by this. I don't think a lot of them knew that this was coming. I think a lot of the pretend pro-lifers out there are, are really going to be put between a rock and a hard place for this because a lot of the, the base of pro-life conservative voters, you know, this is what they want. And they've entrusted all of these representatives to act on it. And they, they haven't done anything for decades. And now we're faced with this opportunity here where could they potentially criminalize it? Yes, that's a possibility. But will they actually do it? 
I don't know. No, but see, I don't think I don't think that I don't, I don't know if Republicans will go that far. What I'm saying is that is that now the base smells blood in the in the in the um um so water on this. Now they can really pressure. Because remember, here's the thing. So overturning Roe v. Wade was never really in the hands of the Republicans as far as representatives go, right? Mm -hmm. They couldn't vote to overturn it. They can only vote for a Supreme Court, and that's about all I could do. Now they could actually do something. Now you can seriously sit there and go to your representative and say, why haven't you passed or haven't you introduced legislation yet that would um, ban abortion outright? At the federal level? The federal level. See, there again, too, that no. <laughs> All you have to do is it's the states. O- Oklahoma. I Oklahoma I banned agree. abortion outright. I agree. I'm not saying I'm, – I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying, but saying now you can just do it federally and be over with. That's, and, that's, uh, that's not good. I, I would be shocked if that happened. But what I'm I saying – I don't – Okay, could could voters really push for that? Yes, they could, but I don't. I, I I don't think that the I don't think the pro-life people want to criminalize it. I don't think they want to see mothers and abortion doctors put in jail. Would I like to see that? No, I, you wouldn't be putting the the mothers in jail. You'd be putting the people that actually do it. Now, the, as far as the mothers, maybe not. But as far as the abortion doctors, yes, I they're mass murderers. Um, but I just I don't I don't think. I don't know. I'd have to look at polling. I'd have to talk to more people. But I, I really don't think that the the base of voters, the pro-life voters, uh, want to see it criminalized to that extent. I just I, – I don't know. I disagree. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't strongly – I don't know. I strongly disagree, and I think that this is an a, a excellent opportunity to go one step further, right? We, we have we, – we are finally playing on offense, okay? What this is is that is that – what has been given to us is that we have been given runners on first and third and nobody out. And, oh, well, are we going to bunt? Are we going to go strike? No. no. We have an opportunity to drive home some runs with, with something like this. I think that's what and I'm saying. is like we haven't scored yet. Remember, Still hasn't happened. overturning Roe v. Wade won't change a majority now. There are some states that do have a trigger laws in place. There's 13 of them. Yes, I forget which ones they are. I will probably I, I'm linking right a, I'm linking a New York Times article about I've all this. I've got them right here. It's uh Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Wyoming. Yeah, could you, could you say that faster than I did? No, but what I'm saying is that look, we have we have a a win here. But 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 this not a, this not a this is not a time to do a victory lap, and it's a time to to double down and to go even harder on this issue. That's what that's what this, that's what we have to do. No, I I agree with all of that. I just don't know if the I just don't know if the willpower is there for it. Does I that think, make sense? I think I look. No, the, no, that's not the pro life side is not the side. Again, you you are missing. I don't think you're fully uh, um, understanding the the abortion um, divide an issue. This is this is this is not there 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 are no fence sitters. That's on not what this. I'm saying. No, but w- listen, listen. What I'm saying is that there are no fence sitters on this. Right? There's no one who is like, well, you know, I haven't made up my mind fully about it. I don't yeah, I don't, there, I don't know if it's murder or it's not. Or you're it's, one or, it's or the other. You're one or the other. Okay, and the people that think it's murder. Are not going to be happy until until it is 
completely banned and illegal. And the other side will never be happy until until you can walk in and up until the point of birth, of birth you can abort or, that child. Or, or post-birth. Which, is, which, 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 which has happened in some states yeah. in this country. But, that's, but what I'm saying is that... It, you think that, that these pro-life people are going to be like, well, that's it, we're done. No, I'm telling you, a, a lot of them, a, a lot of them are not going to be happy until it is it, it, it is banned in the state and it is banned on the federal level. And this is a great opportunity for all of these Republicans who are like, oh, well, I'm pro-life. Okay, really prove it to me. I want you to introduce legislation. And and I think and, I think there was what, um... what better opportunity for you if you're running. If you're running to say I will introduce legislation that will ban abortion on the okay, federal so level, I think I think you, I don't I don't know if you're not hearing my intent. Um, I'm not saying this because well I don't want it to happen. That's not at all. No, I'm not. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. So I, I, I'm what I'm looking at is the the current people who are in power, the spineless, feckless people who are currently in power, have done nothing for decades and decades about this issue. I just don't see the current people in power now suddenly changing their tune and going full, um, you know, full criminalizing abortion. I just don't see that happening with the people currently in power. And and, and, and that is where if you're running and you're a Republican running, right. you have to get on the message now. You have to start campaigning on, okay, this is my platform. My platform is, is oh, oh, Roe v. Wade's gone? Cool. Now we're going to ban it outright. Right. And... I'm I'm still not convinced that uh, that a federal way is the right way to go about it. I think that looking at the state state by state doing it is better because you're you will never get California, this representatives from California, all these coastal blue states to go along with that. It'll be stuck for decades and decades. Um, with these representatives, will will fight over. You're it. saying it's not going to happen, or you don't want to see it happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I would love to see it happen at state and federal ban on it. I would love to see it, but I just don't, if it's I just federal, don't think. If, if the Republicans have the votes, right, because we're, we're supposed to see, and I, as, as I'm predicting, you're going to see a red wave in, in November. I don't see, you know, will some people, um, will this be a turnout for both sides? Probably. Yeah. What I'm saying is that you, gotta make, you, have, you have to make this a turnout for your side. You have to use this issue for your side, and the Republicans have to be smart about this and really go hard on it because they have to. Because you know that they're going to be mobilizing. Um, you've already I've already seen fundraising ads for 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 Democrats because right now there's a call. President President Biden already said that they need to pass a law to to codify it yes. federally. So th- this is this is this is this is the game. We can sit here and say, oh well, you know um, the. Um, so, you know, these GOP people won't won't do it. Well, the other side is going to. Yeah. So you don't have a choice. You have to pass. Someone is going to get there first if it is gone, um, if the Supreme Court votes it away. It is going to happen. There's going to be a vote on something, whether it is to codify it or whether it is to outright ban it. That's what I'm saying is that there is no there is no. Um, middle ground. The middle ground on this. If you're if you're a Republican and if you claim to be pro-life, you this this has to be the platform. There is no other option. You have to be on the side of of banning it federally. Because if because if you're not, 
than then the Democrats, whenever they take, whenever whenever they re- retake in, in two or three years or whatever, they're going to ban it outright. So, or so, legal, you mean legalize? No, sorry, 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 sorry. So legalize it. Yeah. There, there, there is no other option. This is it. Well, um, and I the 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 reason why I think that the the my approach is I don't know if it's I don't know if the word is the best word is better, but um, by by the uh, by the by the Supreme Court overturning it, sending it back to the states, um, takes it to where. Uh, it should be. It's this is not a federal issue. I disagree. Okay. I, I we don't we don't have laws on the books where it's like, hey, you know what, murder's okay in, in the that's state of California. That's not what I'm saying. But that, that's, what this, that's what this issue is, Joe. I, I I will disagree with with fellow libertarians on this about this being a state's issue. I will disagree. This is not a state issue. This is an issue of life and death. Yeah. This is you cannot leave life or death up to the states. Jacob, I I, I we are of one mind on this issue. I but, but, I hang on hang on arguing. hang on. I'm trying to think pragmatically here. The idea that, I don't care about pragmatic thinking. The idea thinking. that you're going to get a federal that you're going to have a federal law passed in Congress, and the president's going to sign it. You th- the idea that that's going to happen, banning abortion, I just don't think is going to happen. And it, and you know what? You know what? That kind of thinking is what led us to, oh, well, they will never overturn Roe v. Wade, so we have to keep it to the states. Fine. But over, we, it has been overturned. It will be overturned. So we have a opportunity now to strike. Bl- playing playing that state's rights issue worked whenever Roe v. Wade was, was still in power. And it was still the law of the land. Which but now is, it's gone. True, it's but. gone now. So now, now why take the state when you can take the whole country? That's what I'm thinking. That, that That's where... That is where I will disagree with my fellow libertarians, and if you want to disagree with me, fine. I, 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 I'm not concerned with that. What, what I see is I see there is an opportunity to run the house and to, and, and to run it all and, and take it and, and, be, and be done with it. Well, again, I would love to see that happen, but I just don't think that's, that's, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I want it to happen, and I want the full weight of everything behind it. And then that's where you have to say that this is this is this is the message. Have I not said that? What I'm saying is that you're like, but I don't think it'll happen. Well, okay, I'm just being honest with you. We're, we're talking this out. We're hashing it out. Do I want to see it happen, banned federally? Yeah, I would love to see that happen. But if I'm being honest, do I think it's gonna happen? Mm, I don't know. Given given the people who are currently in power, given the people who won't be voted out in November, the, the the people who are currently in power now will still some of them will still be there in November. So I just I I don't I don't see that happening. And furthermore, Biden's still going to be in the White House in November. That's where you have to have enough votes to 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 overrule a veto. But again, with that argument, the Republican base needs to be. Look, my opponent, my fellow GOP opponent, won't vote for this. I will. This is why you have to vote me in. And I'm telling you, if you have a majority of candidates and currently sitting members of Congress who come out and say, 
day one, I will introduce this legislation. Some of our, some already have. Yes. That's, yeah. What I'm saying is that I think that you're not you're underestimating how much people are like, hey, we could actually do this because for so long they have been demoralized by this by it by it being behind the black robes of the Supreme Court. And it was completely out of the power of whoever they went out and voted for. But now, that's not the case. Well, I, we, I've, we've seen the Republican Party move increasingly more and more to the left. Is it the opinion of the majority of Republicans that they want to see it banned? Voters, I do. Is that the? Do you think that's really the opinion of most voters? I think it is. To see it federally I th- banned I and th- criminalized? I believe it is. I, I believe okay. that I, the majority of Republicans I, fall I, into that into that camp. I just don't. I just don't know if that's the case or not. I'm not saying that it isn't or that it is. I just don't know. Uh, I'd have to look in more more into that. Um, like we've seen, uh, what's her the lady who runs the RNC, uh, McDonald or McDaniel, whatever her name is. Um, they've openly come out and supported gay marriage, which for the longest time was a big. St- but it's uh, a different. Big, hang on, it's a big pillar of. What used to be the conservative stand was for traditional marriage. That's gone by the wayside. Um, the Republican Party is becoming increasingly more culturally woke, I guess, if you will. Um, they're being more accepting of the transgender, the gender spectrum, transgender stuff. It's only uh, there's. I just don't know what the majority is. I just don't know. And I, I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm not making excuses for anyone. I just don't know. Do I want to see? It banned federally and criminalized? Yes. I just don't know if the, it is, I just don't know if the, if the people are there for it. It's to the point with, with me now that we have this that if there are any Republican members of, of, uh, of a Congress that are running in Georgia, if this is on your docket and agenda, I will vote for you. You will have my vote. If you promise that this is going to be day one stuff to introduce, you will have my vote. And that may be, and that may go over a libertarian member yes. of the Senate and Congress. That's how that's how serious I'm taking this issue. A single issue voter, you Fine. bet for this time if we can get this done. Definitely. 100%. And this is coming from someone who 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 really didn't have a plan to go out and vote In this November, this November huh? other than Shane Hazel for um um governor. Governor. That was about it. So, you know, I, I, I this is how strongly I feel about it. And this has to be the message. Has to be the message. And I'm trying to give Republicans the playbook of saying, hey, if you want to ex- expand and, 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 and absolutely demolish your opponent, you have to take this position. Um, speaking of demolishing opponents, you would have thought that after last night, um, the whole world was ending. I was talking to you. I said, you know, imagine being a leftist. This this last few weeks, you know, um, the, Biden's completely collapsing on himself. You have some of the worst inflation. The entire GDP contracted on itself. The entire economy is actually in contraction right now. Um, so this this booming Biden, what they, what they the call Biden it, boom. yeah, the the, the uh, Biden boom is not really real. Or Jim Cramer saying that Jerome Powell's winning. Yes, <laughs> all, all these comments, right? And Elon buys Twitter. You freak out, and then now this. Now the sacred, the sacred rights of 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 women out there, which I got, I have some couple comments to say, and I'm gonna play some videos. And if I sound smug, and if I sound like I'm dunking on the opponent, and if I sound insensitive, it's because I am. 
and I'm and I'm not being facetious when I say that. I'm being 100% for real. If I sound like I'm insensitive to the, to the pain of people who are who are have sorrow, great great despair and sorrow from the thought of them not being able to kill an innocent child, um, they do not have my sympathies. Um, I will reserve my sympathies for the dead. But we got to play a few clips for you folks here. Uh, this is from the great uh, the great. Um, Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok, which, of course, you know, is the bastion of uh, white supremacy and, and Nazism. I mean, they they support the Nazis, the Libs of TikTok, if you were to listen to the mainstream media. And this is just a few oh, – microphone is falling off my table. Um, this is just a few little clips of, of um, some people on the, um, the hellhole of a website that is TikTok um, voicing their – their great sorrow. We, I, I I didn't think about this, but I wanted to have some like some like sad violin playing in the background, like the sad piano playing yeah, yes, in yes, the yes. background. But let's just let's just let's just grovel in their sorrow. This abortion law goes beyond a woman's issue, and it goes beyond anything you can ever imagine. The societal implications of this are going to be insane. The amount of uh, just pain and damages is going to cause and the full ability to tell a woman what she can and can't do with her body and we're going back into a handmaid's tale society oh, here what is all a woman? Of you women who sat home all you young girls adults over 18 years old who did not go out and vote who gave these people a who did not think that you need to protect your womb we're now back in the dark ages. Um, brace yourselves, ladies. I'm with you. Who are you? My heart is just broken. I don't understand why this country hates women so much. I don't understand I why you support infanticide, it. but... We'll get through this. We'll figure out a way. No more joking about it being the handmaid's tell it will be okay, okay. The, the, the handmaid that's a show right the handmaid's tale or is that a book it's a yes and it's about <laughs> um because i i've never seen it and i guess it's about it's a oppressive society where they oppress women right yes okay so that's what they think is gonna no. happen um I, again, I don't know who I don't know who allowed these people the access to the internet, but they're they are lamenting the fact that they cannot commit infanticide by killing children, and somehow that's them protecting their womb. Joe, Joe, it is so sad. It, it is. This is the end. This is the end of the society of of women as we know it. This is the well, what end. Is a woman? This again. We are we are we are going to get to that. <laughs> this is the end, Joe. There's there there is no going back. America officially hates women. They hate them. Oh, you know that whenever um, Clarence Thomas was, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get those. Whenever when I was Amy Coney Barrett, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get those women. I'm gonna, <laughs> I hate women so you much. Stick it to them. Here's another funny thing that I have, and I'm gonna go over some of the abortion arguments real quick because, 
Um, of course, none of them um, fall. None of them ring true. None of them. Uh, there are some people who say, "Oh, well, you know, both sides have have a good argument." Uh, no. no, I'm sorry. The left does not have the a good left. Argument. There's no good argument for 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 Pro-push. slaughtering a a a innocent child on this, and um, <laughs> there um. There's of course when this whole thing broke, there were people tweeting out saying that you know um, men should not be allowed to vote on a on a on a on a woman's issue, and I'm like, you know what? I agree, I agree, I agree. Men should not vote on anything that deals with women's rights. I agree, hundred percent. That's why we should get rid of Roe v. Wade because Roe v. Wade was decided by seven white men. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Nine white men. Well, no, it was seven to two. Yeah, it, it, there was there was seven men who voted for Roe v. Wade. So I agree. I agree. I I agree with you. For once, I agree with the left. The leftist well, morons. Well, this. Well, you for, you forgot one. They were all white. Yes, but they were also all white. So I, I I you know we I can find some common ground there. I think that men shouldn't be voting. So we need to get rid of of Roe v. Wade because. Roe v. Wade was decided by white men and, and only white men. I don't think that white men should have uh, an, an opinion on, on on women's rights. So I agree. And, you know, these people are, are mad because, you know, now we, we had a black man and we had a woman vote in this. And we also had, you know, this is this is this is the most diverse yeah, very diverse cast of Supreme Court justices ever. So a black guy and a white, a black and a white, woman. A white woman voted for this. So, you know, I, I I would love to see the argument against um you know well to be fair, is Clarence Thomas even black though? He's not he's, black. He's, you yeah, ain't black. You ain't black. And is is Amy Coney Barrett even a woman? Well, what is a woman? What is a woman exactly? So here is Whoopi Goldberg. Oh Whoopi. Whoopi. Oh oh Whoopi. You know, I uh, you 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 texted me and said that I'm watching the View. And no, you know, no, no, you you gotta say it word for word <laughs> what I sent you. The bastion of knowledge. No, no, I I said um, <laughs> what, what, what exactly? I'm watching the source of all knowledge. Yes. The View on Roe v. Wade. <laughs> you know, this is the one group of people that, of course, I just wanted to hear that their opinion. That was my first go to. Was first go to because. View. What does Whoopi have to say about this? Because you know, of course, it's going to be well informed and just and just a bastion of knowledge. Let's see, level-headed. Let's see what Whoopi has to say about this. About making the decision to get an abortion is not easy. Let's just see what she has to say. Let's see. Nice job there. But I will tell you, this is my body, and nobody, you, you know, you got people telling me I got to wear a mask or don't wear a mask or do this. Everybody wants to tell me what to do, but you. That was you. That was you. All of that, you. That was you. It was all of you. You were the one. The was... whole of you was saying, wear the mask, get vaccinated. <laughs> that was literally you. You. I, I, I love how they just pretend like two years didn't happen. <laughs> let's, let's continue. You won't let me make my decision about my body. You are not. Again, again did, did we not have the same conversation about vax mandates and vax passports? Did we not just have this conversation just a few months ago? Are we just going to forget that just never happened? It didn't happen. Joe, Bring back Guinan. Joe, quit living in the past. Okay. 
to make that decision. My doctor and myself and my child, that's who makes the decision. And again, what, 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 again, what, 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 what? Didn't we just have this conversation about... Hold on, did you, did you miss that? Yeah. Did she say that the decision for an abortion is up to my doctor, myself, and my child? <laughs> Do they give a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Does the doctor go on to the ultrasound and say, and say, hey, your mom wants to kill you. Yay or nay on that. Can thumbs I get, up or thumbs down. Can I get a, can I get a, can I get a heads or tails on that, please, my good sir? <laughs> um, before I shove these um, forceps into the back of your skull, can I, can I have your consent first before I slaughter you? <laughs> I, I, I just can't, I, I mean, did she, did she miss that? Or I'm just going to just overlook that fact. Well, I mean, Let's let us continue. One of the things I really want to point out before we go is the reason abortion came about. Women in this country lived forever with it being illegal. Okay? Women, when they decide something is not right for them, they're going to take it into their own hands. Well, we got tired of tripping over women in bathrooms, public bathrooms, who were giving themselves abortions because there was nowhere safe, nowhere clean, nowhere to go. This law came about because people wanted people to have somewhere safe and somewhere clean. It has nothing to do with your religion. This is not a religious issue. This is a human issue. If you care about me as a, as a human being, you should know three things. Getting an abortion is not easy. Making that decision is not easy. It's not something people do lightly. It's not something yes, that you is. can just do. It, it is a hard, awful decision that people make. And if you don't have the wherewithal to understand that, to start this conversation with, I know how hard this must be for you. If you're starting it, by telling me I'm going to burn in hell, then you're not looking out for me as a human being, whether I subscribe to your religion or not. And that is not okay. We will okay, the couple of things I want to touch on for that. A couple of things. Uh, she mentions the the abortions in the in the dirty bathroom and that and that and that we we need a law because you know it's it it's not okay to murder in a dirty bathroom but it is okay to do it in a doctor's office that's that's when it's okay and um that that's why we need to have this this um this law um i hear this argument a lot you know i hear the argument that hey you know jacob if you ban abortion that there might be more of them and that they'll be done really really unsafe and my argument to that is so we should legalize murder because it'll be done safely well there's no such thing as a safe abortion because yes. someone dies at the end exactly a safe abortion is a complete misnomer is like a funny tiktok it is a it does not exist there is no such thing it's like a safe execution yes someone dies yeah it is like saying it's like saying hey hey we need a safe way to execute people so that's why we have to do lethal injection because because no it's 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 way safer the gas chamber was gas proved chamber. unsafe for the inmate I was like I hear that one a lot, and then um, I hear the argument a lot of, here we go, here is a, I saw this article on Twitter, and it's from MarketWatch, and it says, um, um, so could, Roe v. Wade could hang in the balance of, of a SCOTUS fight, a reminder of the financial barriers that abortionist seekers face. And basically it's saying that um, 
how much of a financial hardship it is to to carry a child and, and to raise a child. And, and that is a reason, Jacob. That is a reason because some because someone's so poor. They're not able to they're not able to execute the unborn, Jacob. That's so insensitive of you. What if someone's what if someone doesn't have the, the financial whereabouts to to um to um to kill someone? And and I'll say I'll say, okay, two things about that. And I'll let you give your thought on this as well. Just two things about that. If you're going to go and murder somebody based solely upon a financial resource, um, isn't that putting money above the life of an individual? And and how barbaric is that? You know, people want to say that you know capitalism's evil because you know we put we put profits above the lives of people when we talk about working conditions and the how much and how much we pay people. Healthcare. Healthcare. All this. Yeah, we put all this. So so explain to me the morality of saying, hey, I can't <laughs> afford to to care for this child. And look, I'm not I'm not saying, Jacob, that that um that it, it is easy to raise a child and it's cheap because because it is neither of those two things. But you find me the moral argument to say, hey, you know, I can't afford this kid, so I'm just going to kill it. And if that rings true, and if, and, and if you find that, say, hey, well, it makes economic sense to, to kill somebody, why don't we just start executing the homeless? Because or the, or you, the mentally ill. The mentally ill, because you know the homeless and the mentally ill are, are definitely drags, on, drags on, yeah, they're definitely drags on society. So I think that we should just round up all of the, um, all the homeless, all the mentally ill. You know, you know. Hey, if you have a, um, if you have some kind of birth defect, well, then you are a net negative on society. Why don't we just euthanize you? Why don't we just want to throw you all into a chamber and, and just and just gas you like the Nazis? Maybe, maybe, maybe the Nazis had something on this. No, we don't do that. We don't just execute members of society because because it is economically. Not expedient. expedient to do that. So the, the, people will come to me with sob stories on online about, oh, what about the what about the person who's living in, in destitute who can't afford a who can't afford to raise his child? So the child has to be killed. You have to sacrifice you, the child. You, we have to we have to you kill have to punish so, the child. We have to kill somebody, and you're putting um, finances above the life of another human being again we don't do this for anybody else we don't go to the nursing homes and start and start popping them in the head one by one with our glocks because they're a net negative economically on society no we don't do that we're more civilized than that but then again you want to go and start doing this that argument does not fly just like every other argument does not fly with this why because there's never a good argument for murder when you boil it all down, if you couldn't do it to somebody who's living, there's no moral justifiable right to do it to somebody who has not been born yet. And, and that is where it comes. And people will, hey, I'll be happy to, to debate anybody on this issue because there is no, because when you boil it down, so, so that is exactly what this whole topic is about. Well, um, I saw someone was responding to uh, pro-abortion arguments, and one was, uh, I forget what country it was that banned abortion, and it uh, ended up raising taxes on the citizenry because, well, now they got to, you know, pay to take care of all these kids, and this leftist was saying, well, don't don't you conservatives hate paying taxes? Don't you realize it'll raise your taxes? And my response was, I really don't care if it raises my taxes. I'm not the one placing a monetary value on, on a human life. You are. You are. You are the one that's doing that. Second of all, 
Um, this whole conversation about how you know it's it's a it's a hard decision. They don't do it lightly. That's partly true and partly not true because there are plenty of people who glamorize, who have parties, who um, who celebrate the fact that they've had abortions. Uh, what was that one person who was won a comedian. an Academy Award or something? Right? Yeah, yeah, won an award and said that I couldn't do this if, if I was a mother or something like that. Yeah, something in. Oh horribly evil to say something like it's, that. It's glamorized and it's celebrated in popular culture. Second of all, the um, I have the utmost sympathy for, for people that find themselves in a situation where they don't feel like they can they have the financial uh, wherewithal to support this child. And I, I have sympathy for those people, but I don't have sympathy for people like Whippy Goldberg and people in the, the boomers of the world who uh, gave us the sexual revolution and gave us all of this uh, promiscuous living and then they want to come to us with their sob stories about how, well, we don't have the money for this and that and the other for, to raise these kids. Well, no, you created the situation of where there's so many births out of wetlock. When Whippy Goldberg is talking about in her day, all the all the children that were born in her time, that are the kids were born the year that she was born, most of those people were born into married households. And there wasn't a whole lot of abortions in that time because they were married into financially stable two-parent households. What happened is, is that the boomers came along and the sexual revolution came along and everything was up. Everything was just in the air. You could do whatever you wanted, right? They create the culture that we are currently living in. And they then they want to come to us asking for sympathy because I live this pr promiscuous lifestyle and I've gotten myself in trouble. Have sympathy for me. I say, no. It's your fault. You created the situation that we're currently living in. And you can't come to me and say, oh, you got to have sympathy for me. You got to, you know, this is my right or whatever. No, 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 no. You created this mess. You deal with it. Just because you lived a lifestyle that produced this, uh, the current situation that we're all living in, that's your mistake that you have to pay for. You can't take the easy way out and kill the kid because that's the easy way out. No, you have to pay for your consequences, and that's 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 all that's all that's all this is is paying for the consequences of your actions. Um, the, earlier in that segment, Sunny, one of the other co-hosts, brought up the, the fact that she's Catholic and her religion says that abortion's illegal. But she says, "I would never want to, um, you know, uh, force my religion on someone else." Because, you know, abortion, whatever. I thought, why are you even Catholic then? Yeah, well... And, why, 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 the people who say that I never want to force my religion on someone, but I'm going to allow murder because that would be my... That would be me forcing my religion on you. Well, okay, well, either murder is wrong or it's not. And re religious or non-religious, whatever. But the idea of this separation of church and state and stuff, no. Either it's wrong or it's not. You can come to this... You can come to the pro-life... Uh, route, religious or non-religious, it's not really. A, I mean, you you can make it religious, but you also don't have to. You make don't it have to. I never argue on the side of religion because I don't even have to bring it into. No, it. I don't even have to. I can defeat you without even mentioning God but, once. But but the but the the people that say, well, I'm religious, but I don't want to put my religion on you. Then why are you religious? Why why do you why are you Catholic? Why are you Christian? Why are you Jewish? Well, all why? That all that is what's the is, point? Is it, all that is is that it's a cop out for them to not have to defend what they believe. That's all it is. Well, they don't want to take a firm stance on anything. 
It's like okay, you 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 profess to to worship and uh, to follow the, the creator of of the universe, who says that murder is wrong. It came down to us from the tab when when Moses brought the tablets down and said, "Don't kill, don't steal," you know. But you will say, "Well, because I'm religious, I'm not going to tell you murder's wrong." Did she go into Andy Stanley's church where he, where he was saying that the Ten Commandments don't apply to us anymore? Is that what this is? But like, no, either murder is wrong or it's not, and you can't. Abortion ends in birth ends in one way: either a child comes out alive or it's aborted. You can't say that it's not murder. You're not ending a life because. You can say, well, it's it's not a person yet, but it will be. This is the only time that people people like to make the argument of, well, someone that's mentally ill and they're comatose and their their life is over, right? Well, we people want to talk about euthanization. They'll, they'll make that same argument for children in the womb because, well, they're not really human yet. But but the difference is is that the child in the womb will be a human, will be a person, will grow into consciousness. At it, that will happen. The person who's dying, that's a different situation. In the argument, uh, well, we talked about taxes. They talked about, okay, what about rape and incest? Again, too, why should the child be punished for the actions of someone else? It's not the child's fault that the mother was raped. That's, that's not the child's fault. That's the guy or whoever raped the woman. That's his fault who did that. Punish him, not the child. Uh, what's, what's another common... Um, well, well, argument. So we are we are we are running low on time. But the one comment I always hear is they there was the one um, there was the one comment or the one argument I always hear about um, about um, you know if there's that one really stupid analogy where if you're if you're plugged into somebody oh yeah and if you disconnect yourself from them then then so they die and then you know. You know, would you would would you do that? Would you unplug yourself from someone else if that means that that other person dies? And uh, uh, as stupid as that argument is, because of course it has nothing to do with with how you got there. Um, you know, if I if I if I willingly plugged myself into somebody so that way they may live in a few months, that's a different story. But if I was forced into this situation, um, that's a little different situation as well. But uh, again. Would you would you pull somebody on life support um, when they're in a coma, who who we who we know in just a few weeks will wake up? No, of course not. Of course we don't go to doctor and say, doc, you know he's doc, you know he's brain dead. He's in a coma. Should we should we pull the plug? Doc's like, you know you, you know he'll be alive in about four weeks. Well, I I, I don't know. He's not a he he's not have brain right activity. Now. He doesn't have a heartbeat. He, you know he he doesn't have any. He's not he's not functioning, but. You know, that's the difference about people who say, "Oh, well, you know, so you, you know, well, you pull, pl- you pull the plug on people all the time." Yeah, that's because they're not going to wake up; they're not going to come back alive. But if we know for a fact, just like how a child, we know for a fact that that child will be born one day, and it will be a a, a human, and it will be a person. That's the difference. Well, that's when I hear a lot. Some people like to like to play it safe and say, "Well, safe, legal, and rare." Um, it hasn't been a thing. That's never been a thing. And again, there's no such thing as safe, and there's no such thing as as rare because that's just not the world we live in. Um, and it shouldn't be legal. I, I, Tim Pool makes this argument all the time about safe, legal, and rare. Again, it's not safe. 
and again. No one is supporting that. The left wants abortion on demand, no, no questions asked at any time. And he's admitted that. Yeah, and the right, and it's not just him, it's a lot of other people make this argument sometimes, and, and the right says, you know, under no circumstances. And they say, well, what about in the case of the life of the mother? Again, that almost never happens. And again, the like Matt You're... Walsh has said uh, too, uh, he's talked about this a lot, the extra step of killing the child is never necessary as far as the life of the mother. That, that almost never comes into play. But you're missing what Tim Poole said. Tim Poole said he uses that analogy as that's the argument. But then, of course, their actions don't follow the argument of safe, legal, and rare. Well, he, no, his position, he's, he's said it numerous times, that he wants to be safe, legal, and rare. Uh, well, which, that's not what he's been saying on Twitter recently. So okay, well, that's, been, well, in the video that I've watched today, that's what he said. Oh, and, well. I've heard, and I've heard him say that in the shows, whatever. If that's his opinion, I, either way, I mean, it's still murder no matter what. No matter if it's in the best sitting, setting or the, in the best circumstances, you're still ending a life. Yeah, so the last thing I want to touch on with this, because we are running out of time, the last thing I want to touch on with this is how funny um, that this argument, of course, uh, um, so liberal Twitter leftist Twitter erupted in flames and you saw things like what I kind of mentioned, these videos of people freaking out and all these terrible bad arguments and takes. The one thing that I've seen so far is, here we go, we have a, we have a tweet from Amy Klobuchar, failed presidential candidate. Amy Klobuchar she says, president? yes, here's this, here's this tweet. This, this tweet is fantastic on just many different ways. Healthcare decisions should be made between a woman and her doctor. Not Ted Cruz. Now, first of all, you could read that as you could say, uh, what is a woman? You know, you, you know how we are, we are not allowed. It is not for us to decide what a woman is. The newest Supreme Court justice said, I'm not a biologist. I can't define what a woman is. You, we, we had this whole argument about, about how, how a woman is not for any, in, any one person to, 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 to decide. But yet here she goes right here. She defined, she said, a woman. It is not, it is not, she, she, of course, if she's asked on this, she wouldn't, she wouldn't dare define a woman because, because well, like, that'd can't. be stepping out of line. Well, they can't. Well, they, they, they can, but they won't because they'd be stepping out of, out of line. And then she says, uh, it should be made between a woman and her doctor, not Ted Cruz, which I, I, I found funny. Um, I chuckled. Is Ted Cruz on the bench? No. How is Ted Cruz deciding the the healthcare decisions as what this is relating to um to so Roe v. Wade being overturned? I don't know how Ted Cruz is involved. Maybe she just doesn't like. Uh, I I find that one quite peculiar. And there's something else that I found quite quite peculiar as well is to do with the issues of a women. Is that over the past. 24 hours, they have completely flipped on two issues. The body autonomy issue, mm. um, which was, which was, has, has been the heart of this abortion debate and argument on the left is that it's my body, my choice. I should be allowed to do it with what, with, with my body. And of course, that does not ring anywhere true when it comes to mask mandates or vaccination mandates. But it's also not true from their own perspective because it's not just your body. There's something else growing inside of you that has rights of its own. Yes, but then people will say, oh, Jacob, Jacob, the vax mandate, it could save lives. It could prevent someone from dying. I'm like, well, you know what could also prevent someone from not dying? 
yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly. You see my point. That's why, that's why that argument does not work. He's like, oh, Jacob, if you wear a mask, you could save someone's life. Well, yeah, just like how I'm arguing. Yes, if you don't get an abortion, guess what happens? To save someone's life. There you go. See, see how that all came together there. And then, of course, the the, the issue of what is a woman, right? You, no one can answer that. No one, no, no, no one can answer what a what a what a, what, a, what a woman is. But you know, I did find it pretty transphobic that all over Twitter, um, you know, they're saying that this is this is a woman's rights. This is a right of women, and you know. Like, like, like what I've been told as the great um, gender scholar that I'm trying to become, I have biologist. learned. Yes, the great gender biologist. I have. I'm, I'm trying to be woke on these issues. I have learned in the recent years that men can also get pregnant. So the fact that they're not calling this um, a men's, men's and women's rights issue, I find pretty transphobic. And people out there who are only exclusively calling this a women's rights issue, you, you got to do better. Well, see, You've got to do better because th- this is dis- this is discriminatory against trans people out there who because you know because you, you, like men can get pregnant now apparently S- sorry well that was that was my, slip my tongue men can get pregnant as as as, as we are told by leading gender experts on all this so well it's not just men or women it's it's any gender any can gender can get pregnant nowadays so I think that we need as a society to learn. Amy Klobuchar, I think you really need to check yourself whenever you're writing these things here because you're missing out on all the tra- the transphobia on Twitter when it came to this issue. I I was at a loss for words. I was I was at maximum whelm whenever I read some of these disgusting tweets. See, the the left has has created them such has have have built their whole ideology in such a, a mirror room of such a of a funny house. That they it, they have to um, they have to acknowledge reality at some point. They can play these games about transgenderism and all these other genders, and men can get pregnant too. But at the end of the day, they have to acknowledge reality and say that abortion is only deals with women. Like this is this is their this is an issue. This is the problem that only deals with women. They have to they they ha, at some point they have to acknowledge that fact in their whole house of cards that they've created with this woke ideology gender ideology transgenderism transgenderism all falls apart because they have to acknowledge the reality that you come into this world through your mom that's just a basic fact and the, that only happens because you have a mom and a dad not because you're not because the, the zer or they or what or, you know whomever. Thinks they're your parents. No, it, you 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 entered this world because you have a mom and dad. They have to acknowledge that reality, and their whole ideology falls on its face when that happens. I can't agree more. So, I think that's gonna be it. I think I think it's everything I kind of wanted to talk about. Everything I wanted to. Talk about a mention. So thanks for listening to the episode of the podcast. We will be back here on Friday. A couple little housekeeping things. Um, if you enjoyed what you listened to on the show, you can you can join the website, Patreon, five bucks a month, get you early access to every single episode of the show. That's awesome. You can also buy a t-shirt, Teespring store. If you want to support us for free, 
Be like the Yankees, guys. Give us a 10. Yankees have won 10 games in a row. Be like the Yankees. Give us a 10. <laughs> what what's the Craig Ferguson blow him away with your with the wind <laughs> going oh, across yeah. the San Francisco bridge. the San Francisco bridge be a be a great energetic wind and blow them away with your enthusiasm and your support that is what we are asking that is what we want folks thank you so much for listening link tree will be down below where you can catch all my links my album of the year account is there and then also my twitter at jacob standridge at j standards underscore i should say that would have said that's a different account that's that's a different jacob standards on twitter no j standards underscore i am kind of on there not really um i'm really only using it now for research so but if you want to get in touch with me you, you can do it there as well i do check my dms and Substack as well. You can follow me at Liberty Overdrive at Substack.com. Best way to reach me is there and on the website. Um, Jacob Standards under Jacob Standards at ProtonMail.com is my email. Joe, any final words? Any any, any words of inspiration for our humble troops? Uh, well, the one thing we did mention is the fact that because this uh, opinion was leaked, how that really calls into question the legitimacy of the Supreme Court and how. Um, how how so quickly they they were putting up barricades because they were worried about people storming the, the Supreme Court building. That's true. Um, and uh, this whole thing is putting the uh, the Supreme Court it's it's bringing bringing it down a peg or it's uh, it pe- people are questioning its legitimacy. Uh, we didn't talk about that at all, but um, they've been doing that for years. The Supreme Court has has shot its own legitimacy in the foot. So anyway, that is true. So we'll see you guys on Friday, and until then,